Good morning. Good Sabbath Saturday morning, August the 6th, 2022. This is Doris Williams uh, going over some scriptures that I thought may be imperative to you understanding that we have a family in heaven. So I think I'm going to title this message family in heaven I'm going to be looking at Proverbs 8:22 and you all if you want to follow along you'll need the apocrypha This is uh, books that were excluded from the original King James version and I have took the liberty to purchase me a uh, 1611 King James Version of the Bible with the Apocrypha. So if you do not have the Apocrypha, you will not be able to follow along with the wisdom of Solomon. And that's going to be, I'm going to be reading Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 7, and a little bit of verse 8. So let's go back over to Proverbs And we're going to start with 7 and touch a little bit on 8. There's so much in here about what I'm trying to get to you today. I'm hoping, I'm praying that your spirit is open to receive and that the word of God is not speaking about you when he says that they're ever learning but they're never able to come into the knowledge of truth I pray that you have an open heart an open spirit because I'm bringing you the word and not my word my explanations will be clear and comprehensible to what it is that I am reading and I pray that you can receive that today let's go over here to Proverbs chapter 7 and let's just get into it Um, this I do believe is David speaking again David or Solomon, let me see, I believe it might be Solomon, uh, yeah, um, this, sorry about that, David and Solomon, both the, both of them were uh, terrific writers, and uh, had a lot to share with us, so thank God for David and Solomon, who were able to give us the knowledge that God had gave to them, I pray that our heavenly family will find use for me in these days, and our generation that uh, God can use me in such a magnificent way as he used them in their life. Proverbs chapter 7. Oh my goodness, um, I don't want to read the whole chapter. It's just so much in here. Let me just go ahead and... Uh, let's see here what I want to touch on. Let's just go ahead and start with... 
um, verse 7 my son keep my words and lay up my commandments with thee keep my commandments and live and my law as the apple of thine eye bind upon them thy fingers and write upon them the tablets of thine heart but say unto wisdom thou art my sister and call understanding thy kinswoman okay let's stop right there why would Solomon say call wisdom thy sister if it was a male or if it was a man spirit let me ask you this question have God ever been confused about anatomy has God ever been confused about gender do you think the men of God were confused about anatomy when Solomon clearly called wisdom thy sister? Let's just think about it for a moment. Let's just uh, meditate on that for just a quick moment. Let's just soak that in and understand that these words are clear. There's nothing confusing about the word sister. There's nothing confusing about the word kinswoman, which Solomon clearly called wisdom thy sister and called understanding thy kinswoman, as though those are two different entities, two different individuals, two different spirits that we are to address. If it was the same person, he wouldn't have said, and call understanding thy kinsman. He would have said, call wisdom and understanding thy sister, or call wisdom who is understanding thy sister. Does that make sense? Now, you have to know that anytime there's good, evil is always present. So there's some, a good female spirit, which is wisdom and understanding. And there's also an evil, ungodly female spirit, which Solomon is about to address in this next verse, which he says that they may keep thee. They who? Wisdom and understanding. Keep thee from the strange woman. Uh-oh, who is solomon talking about a strange woman from the stranger with flattereth with her words oh my god who is this person that's going around flattering people with her words lord help me because i do like to flatter so <laughs> i don't mean to flatter but i do enjoy flattering people so that's flattering people is someone who compliments all the time even though the person is wicked and God don't want us to call a wicked person good that's in the scriptures if you've read this book God does not want us to call no wicked person good there's example of that in the Bible so there's a strange woman 
Who is this strange woman that's going around flattering with her words? Okay. So what I want to hope, what I hope that you may receive from this uh, is that there is a female spirit, which is wisdom, and we should call her our sister and understanding we should call our kinsperson someone who is kin to us someone who we are related to if you don't have understanding you cannot call kin uh you're not if you don't have understanding you can't call understanding kinsmen now verse 7 through 12 all the way actually from 7 to uh, verse 18 talks about this strange woman I'm not going to go into her right now. You can read uh, chapter 7 of Proverbs for yourself and see that there is a female spirit and that's good and there's also a female spirit that's bad. Okay? Uh, it, it goes all the way down, really, verse... Uh, 26 27 all of that from verse 7 all the way down to 27 talks about this uh, strange woman and how she acts what she does okay now talking about the family of heaven you can see over here in verse uh, excuse me chapter 8 that wisdom is about to start talking she's going into detail about this strange woman now she's getting ready to testify of her nature of who she is when she came into play when her existence became prevalent she's getting ready to describe her nature and that happens in chapter 8 now we already understand from chapter 7 that wisdom is a female okay wisdom is a female and we should reference her as our sister not brother do not disrespect wisdom by calling her a male. She is not a male. She is a female. And understanding is the woman, our kinsmen. Hallelujah. They're women and they're females. So let's make sure we have that clear. She actually says in verse 6, She's talking from verse 1, but verse 6, she says, Hear, for I will speak of excellent things, and the opening of my lips shall be right things. Now, she is getting ready to talk about herself, 
who she are, what she requires, what she expects, what will happen if we trust her, what will happen if we believe in her, what will happen if we depend upon her, what will happen if she becomes family, what will happen if she becomes a part of our life, how our life will increase, how our life will flourish, how our life will be benefited, how our life will be taken to another level. These are my words. And I, I see my passion when I began to talk about her because she's been denied for so long. And and I know if some of you have been following me on these podcasts, you've heard me cry. You've heard me tear up when I talk about her. You've heard my passion in my voice. You hear my urgency and understanding. You hear everything that I'm trying to say about how we have been deceived and lied to for so long uh, to believe that there is no female presence in heaven. Well, this is the proof that I've been trying to discover and been looking for all my life. And it's been right there in my face as it has been in everyone else's face who have read this book and believe that the power of these words are true. There is no denying the fact that there is the usage and the verbiage of she, her, and that those words are not confused with he and him. Now, we're moving into an era in the 20th century where we have to be descriptive when it comes to our identity and, and refer to words of he, her, she, him, them, they, us, our, you know, we've been uh, boiled down to a, a definitive description where now if we're going to identify as she, her, him, and he, then we should be able to do the same when it comes to the Bible and we see she, her, him, and he. Clearly, this book is not confusing us to the point where we cannot see with our own eyes that it says she in verse 3 of Proverbs chapter 8. She cried at the gates, not he. She cried at the gate and at the entry of the city. Let me tell you what the gate and the city of is that God is talking about. This is not the gate of a building of a city that you're trying to drive to or walk through. These are the gates of your mouth. Your gates are teeth and your lips is doors. So if she's crying at the gate, she's crying at your mouth. And at the entry of the city, which is your body, and the coming in at the doors, which is your lips, man, David says it clearly, keep the doors of my lips and the gates of my mouth. You see what I'm saying? The gates of my mouth is my teeth. My teeth is supposed to watch for our mother. And not let anything ungodly in or out of them. That's what your teeth is for. God help me today. And them lips, those are doors. Your lips are doors. I wish I could find that scripture right at this moment. But sometime when I get to talking, I I know the word, but I I can't find the address. But I, I can tell you 
that I've read it. And you can look up the scripture and Google it. You'll find it. So, Mother, who I, I know to be our Heavenly Mother, Wisdom is our Heavenly Mother. That scripture is over here in the Wisdom of Solomon. I'm going to come back to Proverbs in just a minute. Now, if you have the Apocrypha and you're able to go to Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 7, you're going to see she, 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 her, 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 she, her, she, she, her, her, she, 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 and her. Oh my goodness. God ain't confused. Listen to what wisdom of Solomon says in chapter 7 verse 12 now you have to read all of this to get this clear understanding you know sometimes people only read tits and bits of it but the whole book will give you the understanding which I don't have time to do today I've already uh, read this entire book and recorded it on this podcast if you'd like to listen to the entire scripture in its entirety verse 7 excuse me chapter 7 verse 12 says I rejoiced in them all because wisdom goeth before them and I knew not that she was the mother of them she was the mother of them all she was the mother of who let's go back up here and see who she's the mother of She is the mother of everything, okay? She's the mother, well, let me just read it so you understand. Verse uh, 7, I just went up just a little bit here in chapter 7, verse 7. Wherefore I prayed, and understanding was given to me. Now, we already understand from chapter 7 of Proverbs that understanding is a kinswoman, right? Chapter 7 of verse, excuse me, chapter 7 of Proverbs, verse 4, tells us that understanding is a kinswoman. Okay? It says, and now back in uh, uh, Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 7. Okay, so we're going back and forth between Proverbs chapter 7 right now and Wisdom of Solomon chapter 7. Wherefore I prayed and understanding was given me. Understanding is our kinswoman, remember that. I called upon God. He called upon who? God. Why did he have to call God? Because God is the one that gives wisdom gives understanding okay what does it say i called upon god and the spirit of wisdom came to me the only way she can come is that god give her yes the book says it clearly oh if you just read this book you'll get excited as i am right now you would be so overwhelmed with knowing that we have been deceived for far too long. If you could see my book that I'm reading from, how it's highlighted in every word where it says her, I have highlighted 
i let me just you know i mean she and her just now this is just the wisdom of solomon if i go back over to proverbs it's just as much as it is in the wisdom of solomon she and her is what i mean let me see hers one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen seventeen eighteen nineteen twenty twenty one twenty two i mean it's her and she is at least fifty times in chapter seven of wisdom of solomon chapter eight of wisdom and solomon chapter nine chapter ten and that's about the gist of it but so many times wisdom and the word she and her is in the same throne uh oops, i'm reading i'm reading something i see in the same throne they are wisdom in, in in the word of god let me read this here it says wisdom was with thee which knoweth thy works and was present when thou madest the world and knew what was acceptable in thy sight and right in thy commandments now this is chapter 9 of wisdom of solomon where i just read let me go here wisdom of solomon chapter 9 verse 4 says give me wisdom that sitteth by thy throne and reject me not from among thy children wisdom sitteth by the throne of god people she is to be loved she is to be admired and in chapter 9 it says in verse 17 and thy counsel whom hath known except thou givest wisdom and send thy holy spirit from above she wisdom and holy spirit and mother are all the same what did we just read over here in chapter 7 of wisdom of solomon that she is the mother of them all look at verse uh, excuse me i keep saying verses y'all understand stay with me now like my little tongue is so excited that it gets a little twisted up when i'm talking about verses and and chapters so look at chapter 8 of wisdom of solomon i'm gonna wait a few minutes you should already be in that area if you have the apocrypha you do have to have the apocrypha to get all of this good juicy information because the bible says out of the mouth of two or three witnesses let every word be established so what i'm teaching you today it had to be in more than one book of the bible for it to be true not saying that one book in this bible does not establish itself that's not what i'm saying other books establish these other books what i'm saying to you today i know i'm uh, what 23 minutes in what i'm saying to you today is that the book of proverbs and the wisdom of solomon they are parallel in what they are saying 
it is so clear look at um chapter eight what does chapter eight verse two says i loved her and sought her out from my youth i desire to make her my spouse you you know and i was a lover of her beauty she was beautiful and in that she is conversate with god what does conversate mean to converse with god to know god's mind to understand what is acceptable in his presence to know him to love him she magnifieth her nobility what does magnify mean she knows who she is she know why she was created she knows how to uh, magnify herself before the god that created her for the purpose for which he created her she magnified her nobility what is nobility noble she is noble god created her to be noble hallelujah Yea, the Lord of all things himself loved her. Loved who? What? 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 God loved who? He loved her. For she is privy to the mysteries of the knowledge of God and a lover of his works. Ooh, what man wouldn't love a woman who loved what he does any man who find him a woman who loves what he do he gonna probably stay with her and cherish her and give her anything she want because she is supporting him and this is what our heavenly mother is doing she is letting the one who created her let him know that she know why she was created and she's honored and privied and noble enough to satisfy him and for the purpose for which he created her hallelujah to her glory to her hallelujah let me be like wisdom let me be like understanding oh my goodness and then it goes into her personality it goes into her attributes it goes into her disposition Distributions. It goes into her qualities, uh, goes into her characteristics. For it says in chapter 7, verse 22, just a snippet. And I know I've already held you a while, but you know, you've sat in church for over an hour listening to a message that didn't liberate you. You've sat in those buildings listening to a message that didn't give you any peace. Uh, or maybe you felt a little good, but when you left that building, you nothing happened and you were still the same but hopefully you will bear with me as i read a little bit of wisdom of solomon which you can hear on my other podcast in just reading but today i'm explaining doing an expository explanation of who wisdom is and that the fact that we have a family in heaven wisdom is real and it is a female and she has to be regarded as such and treated as such and not disregarded as a he or him glory to god wisdom of solomon chapter 7 says in verse 22 for wisdom which is the worker of all things what no just something no the wisdom is the worker of all things 
That means she's involved in every aspect of your life every aspect of your being, every aspect of God. It said all things. That means good and bad. Glory to God. It says that she taught me. You know, you know we're talking about a she. So if I I use and, and refer to wisdom as she, we've already clarified over in Proverbs chapter 7, uh, verse um, uh, 4, that wisdom is my sister so I have a right to refer to my sister as a she so when I use wisdom in the uh, uh, monotone of she I think I'm all right okay so let's get it going chapter 7 wisdom 22 for wisdom which is the worker of all things taught me this is what Solomon said for in her is an understanding spirit holy one only manifold subtle and lively clear undefiled plain not subject to hurt loving the thing that is good quick cannot be let it and ready to do good and it goes on and says all these glorious things verse 25 says for she is the breath of the power of God and a pure influence flowing from the glory of the Almighty. Let's stop there. Let's just take a minute, slow down, and read this again to get a better understanding and take a moment to meditate on the power of this word and the power of this passage and not just mow over it like we're mowing grass and not see a pearl in the ground. Verse 25 again says, she is the breath of the power of God. What in the world is they saying right here? What in the world is they trying to explain to us about wisdom? Wisdom is the breath of the power of God. So if God says it, Wisdom is going out to perform it. If God speak it, there she go. Now, oftentimes they call Jesus the word of God. Well, I'm here to tell you that if wisdom, if it says she, not he, Jesus is a he. Let's make sure that we understand. Uh Uh-oh, got somebody at the door. Got to pause it. So I'm sitting up here recording, uh, talking about our heavenly parents uh, from the chapter of uh, Proverbs 8 and Wisdom of Solomon. And I'm getting going real good like, and all of a sudden I get a doorbell ring of some Hispanic lady talking about a margarita machine that the GPS sent her here. I know it did send her here. Satan did that because I was got going good and was caught up in the spirit and he just had to interrupt interrupt my message on talking about the heavenly parents. I'm really trying to make sure that we understand um, that we've been lied to for way too long 
uh, there's a passage in the Bible that says uh, if two or three uh, now out of the mouth of two or three witnesses let every word be established right so if two or three people uh, agreed that there's no female in heaven then that word has become established even though it is a lie okay because we just read um, over here that uh, mother who is wisdom seated by the throne okay that is wisdom of Solomon chapter 9 verse 4 wisdom seated by the throne okay so there there is a clear edification right there that she is in heaven God is on the throne and it says she seated by the throne okay she seated by the throne and if she's sitting by the throne who is she she's got to be somebody important for her to be sitting by the throne of God she is sitting by the throne of God then it goes on to say oh my goodness oh uh, verse 10 in chapter 9 of wisdom of Solomon oh send her out of thy holy heavens so that mean there's a she it says oh send her out of thy holy heavens and from the throne of thy glory that being present she may labor with me that I may know what is pleasing unto thee you know why because she know what is pleasing unto God she is the one that maketh you friends to God she maketh us prophets and friends to God this is a family affair this is a family situation and and I declare today to do my best before God call my name and take me out of the land of the living to expose the lies expel the truth and open to explain the word that is so clear to me in these books that have been hidden before our own eyes look at this book and I I challenge you women and men alike in the Apocrypha wisdom of Solomon and the Proverbs which is in the uh, book okay I challenge you to highlight every word that it says she or her and just these two books I challenge you to do that for me to start at the beginning of the wisdom of Solomon you will need the Apocrypha for that book and begin to when you see see the word wisdom highlight that because that is referring to a female we have we have disclosed that that is true anybody object to me today 
that wisdom is a female. If you don't believe it, then you don't believe the book that you're reading. You don't believe the words that are in front of you. You don't believe in the word of God. You might as well close the book, the entire book, and, and, and don't read it anymore. Because this book, this book is telling you that wisdom is your sister and understanding is your kinswoman. It didn't say kinsman. It didn't say brother. It said sister and kinswoman. And if you don't believe that there is a female in heaven sitting beside the father, then you need to close the book and stop reading it and stop preaching it. And every man, every woman that is not able to see these words clearly, that is preaching to God's people won't be unto them because the book says in wisdom of Solomon again I say the same chapter chapter 9 it says verse 4 give me wisdom that sitteth by thy throne now is wisdom an invisible spirit no Proverbs tells us call wisdom thy sister so are we speaking of an invisible sister are we speaking of a ghost that has no anatomy? I don't think so. I think we need to stop fooling ourselves and believing this lie that we have eaten up like filet mignon all our lives. This lie that has been told to us by the religious institution, by the governments, and by the ungodly in the world, and we have uh, soaked it up as truth. Our family consists of a female, a male, and a male. And you cannot have a child without a female. Let's keep this stuff real. I'm tired of the lies. I'm tired of the deception. I'm tired of the untruths being precedent over truths. Let's see if we can expel some truth so that somebody out there, somebody might say, you know what? I think this woman got a point. You know what? I think this woman has got a point to the fact that we have been lied to. Who lied to us? Who told us that, that the, the Father the, uh, uh, and the Son and the Holy Spirit was the truth? Why are we denying the fact that the God, the Father, is a Holy Spirit? That the Son of God, who is no longer in the flesh, a Holy Spirit? Why are we denying the fact that uh, our female is sitting beside the father i mean don't we have females in the earth i mean is not the earth a shadow is not the earth a shadow of heaven the word of god says that the earth is made after the similitude after the likeness you know and just like our shadow is made after our similitude and our likeness then the earth is as well so if we got female down here come on now we got got to have some female in heaven now this message is going to be ministered in multiple different ways but it's going to be the same message. It's just the reiterating of the word. Hopefully someone can come to a conclusion that what she is saying is biblical. It's biblical. 
and I'm just trying to put it together for you to, to bring a puzzle that has been spread across the generations and spread across the four corners of the world, trying to bring this puzzle together so that you can understand that we have been deceived and every person that continues to sit up underneath an unlearned uh, uh, person who will not accept truth because truth is the only thing that can set you free truth is the only thing that can set you free you can sit under a blind leader and you're going to end up just as blind as he is and if this preacher is not telling you that wisdom is sitting at the throne by the throne of god made by god for his purpose that she is the very breath of the power of god and a pure influence flowing from the glory of the almighty and that nothing can defile her and no uh, thing can fall into her no defiled thing can fall into her for she is the brightness of the everlasting light the unspotted mirror of the power of God and is the image of his goodness if no one is teaching you this and telling you this then they don't want you to know that we have a female in heaven who God loves and adores and God gives her to men so that they can be pure and holy and friends to him Let's tell the truth right now. The only way that you're going to get the Holy Spirit, which is our Heavenly Mother, that is where she is, and we should stop disrespecting her by addressing her by her anatomy. She is a Holy Spirit. Yes, she is. Beautiful and holy. It says it right here in verse uh, chapter 9 of Wisdom of Solomon, verse 17, and thy counsel who have known except thou give wisdom and send thy Holy Spirit from above. Who is the Holy Spirit? Wisdom. Who is wisdom? Our mother. Who is our mother? The one that God created for his glory. So he put her over all of the works of his hand because she knew what was acceptable in his sight. Hallelujah. Chapter 8 says, uh, Wisdom of Solomon, Wisdom reach it from one end to another. Mightily and secretly does she order all things. What? She is amazing. It also says in verse 5, that riches be a possession to be desired in this life. What is richer than wisdom? that worketh all things. And if prudence work, who of all that are more cunning workmen than she? And if a man love righteousness, her labors are virtues, for she teacheth temperance and prudence and justice and fortitude, which are such things as men can have nothing more profitable in their life. And if a man desire much experience, she knoweth things of old, and conjureth aright what is to come. For she knoweth the subtilities of speeches, and can expound dark sentences. She foreseeth signs and wonders, and the events of seasons and times. Hallelujah. Glory to God. She is amazing. 
and wisdom was with thee, which knoweth thy works, and was present when thou madest the world, and knew what was acceptable in thy sight, and right in thy commandment. O send her out of thy holy heavens, and from the throne of thy glory, that being present she may labor with me, that I may know what is pleasing unto thee. For she knoweth and understandeth all things, and she shall lead me soberly in my doings, and preserve me in her power. Glory to God, for she preserved the first formed father of the world that was created alone and brought him out of his fall and gave him power to rule all things. But when the unrighteous went away from her in his anger, he perished. Moreover, the nations in their wicked conspiracy being confounded, she found out the righteous and preserved him blameless unto God and kept him strong against the tender compassions towards his son. And when the ungodly perished, she delivered the righteous man who fled from the fire which fell down upon the five cities. But the wisdom delivered from pain those that attend upon her. Hallelujah. And when the righteous fled from his brother's wrath, she from his brother's wrath, she guided him in right paths and showed him the kingdom of God and gave him knowledge of holy things and made him rich in his travels and multiplied the fruit of his labors. Glory to God. She delivered the righteous people and blameless seed from the nations that oppressed them. She entered into the soul of the servant of the Lord and withstood dreadful kings in wonders and signs. Woo! Glory to our mother. Mighty she be. And I dedicate this day and this time to her. I hope you guys could see like I do today. I pray that the spirit of your understanding and the eyes of your heart be open to see what I'm seeing today. Come on, saints. Come on, sinners. It's time to make a difference for the kingdom of heaven and stop saying it's about religion it ain't got nothing to do with religion let me ask you this I asked somebody this once before if I was to ask you do you have religion when it comes to your mom and your dad you would probably say what but if I was to ask you, do you have a relationship with your mom and your dad? You would say, I have a relationship with them. I don't have religion with them. I have relationship with them. 
Well, when it comes to God the Father, God the Mother, and the Lord Jesus Christ, do you have religion with them or do you have a relationship with them? Because they are our parents. I just showed you that wisdom is our mother. It says it in, Ecclesi- uh, in uh, uh, Ephesians that wisdom, Jerusalem which is above is our mother. And she is free. Hallelujah. So, I hope y'all enjoyed this message. There's so much more in here I'd like to share with you. So many passages um, that make my point, but there's no way I can get it all to you today in one setting. My body would not be able to withstand the time it would take to get this information to you. Check out the wisdom of Solomon. She's also here in chapter 6. There's just so much to uh, read and to understand. And that book of Proverbs, she's just all over that book. And testifying of herself. And giving us understanding and wisdom. Alright, peace be with you. The glory of our God shine upon you. May you always have your heart mind soul and spirit open to receive what the spirit of the lord has to say to you as the church have a great saturday good afternoon on this sabbath saturday i couldn't help myself as i was listening to my recordings that I did today on this August the 6th, a little bit earlier this morning, and I was uh, listening to something I just read out of Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 10, and uh, verse 16, which says, she entered into the soul of the servant of the Lord and withstood dreadful kings and wonders and signs. And as I heard myself read this and say this on this recording today, I thought about, I couldn't help, I went ahead and decided to record. I thought about when I was 19 years old and uh, our Heavenly Father came to visit me and, and it scared me, truly it scared me, but I was so grateful for the visitation and afterwards, um, you know, Satan had to come and, and show his, um, you know, sulfuric uh, self, which he smelled horrible and words were just full of lies and uh, depression. And uh, right after Satan spoke to me that same day, the Lord God Almighty came to visit uh, our mother, the spirit of wisdom, because I remember I didn't know what to do and I didn't know what to say when Satan had said his little spiel, talking about who do you think you are, you know God didn't speak to you, and this was right after the Lord had left, you know, and, uh, and I went in, I was in the bathroom and uh, contemplating, you know, who am I that God would come visit me, and, and you know, I was so grateful for the things that he had said to me, and, and so um, when Satan came into the bathroom, his odor was so much uh, louder than my own smell, 
uh, I asked, I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, I know that my uh, stuff don't smell like roses, but, but what is that awful smell? Uh, and it smelled like sulfur. You know, it smelled hideous. It, the smell was offensive. And so he said what he said. And I remember this feeling that came over me because I didn't know what to do. And I actually felt something like come up from my stomach, come up through my chest and literally take over my voice. Um, I didn't, I couldn't explain it before until this scripture, as I've read it before, um, I've actually recorded the entire wisdom of Solomon from the Apocrypha uh, onto this podcast, and yet this scripture today has affected me. And the scripture, again, is Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 10, verse 16. That day when Satan uh, came after the Lord, came, you know, God came first, then Satan came afterwards, um, I felt a voice take over me, and I believe today that this scripture verifies and bears me witness that she entered into my soul, a servant of the Lord, and withstood dreadful kings in wonders and signs. Because let me explain to you that after the Lord came, now I have, I, I think I have a podcast talking about that experience when God visited me when I was 19 years old. If I don't, I will at some point go over that visitation. Um, but just kind of scanning through it right now, at that time, I, again, I was young in the Lord and, and truly loved God with every ounce of my uh, heart and energy. I really believe that because I couldn't say it before that something took over me, but now I can say she entered into my soul with confidence that our heavenly mother this scripture truly verifies that for me right now that at 19 years old I was ignorant to at what to do in that spiritual situation that I was experiencing at 19 I was behooved and I was overwhelmed because the father God had just recently come into my bedroom after giving me specific instructions and I followed those instructions to the core and to the point as to what I was supposed to do right before the father came and after the father came I was excited and overwhelmed and um, I had to eventually use the bathroom and that's where Satan came Satan came into the bathroom where I was after that event of experiencing with the father and he was low to the floor and he his presence was on my left hand side so when the father came the father was on the right and his voice came from the, near the ceiling and Satan when he came his voice was near the floor from the left side of me and so I can say from this verse that our mother entered into my soul and said to Satan that day the Lord thy God rebuke thee Satan and Satan left in a flurry he fleed from me that day at 19 years old, experiencing the visitation of our Heavenly Father, who had me in a 
trance state where I could not open my eyes, but yet I was a, I was awake. You know how when you uh, lay down on the bed and you just close your eyes, but you not sleep, and you know you not sleep. You hadn't fallen asleep yet. You hadn't gone into that realm of not knowing that you sleep. No, I had just laid my head on that pillow when our Heavenly Father came to visit me that day. And it was the most amazing experience. I can never take away from the glory of His presence and the power of His presence. I felt like death was right there, fear and reverence was right there, and yet God held them tight from taking my life. And when God spoke, His voice trembled my soul and my hair stood up erect all over my body. And I could not move one ounce, but I could hear, I can hear, and my heart burned within me as though I was about to die at any second, at any moment, I was about to leave this earth. I tell you the truth. And when his voice opened up and my ears could hear the rumblings and the thunders of the sound and the, the ocean waves that was coming from his voice, it was the most amazing, conflicting, but most beautiful sound these ears had ever, ever, ever heard. There's no sound I've ever heard in this earth that sounds like thunder, lightning, and rushing water, and words of clarity and longevity coming out all at the same time. If the Lord will still allow me, I still probably couldn't even explain how powerful his sound was and so I laid there and listened and trembled to the words of my father who found this little vessel this soul worthy to visit and spoke words of life and words of encouragement speaking into my life things that would be and everything he said has come to be has come to pass every word hallelujah so at some point i want to say i've already did the podcast but um like i just kind of got caught up y'all just this moment i was there for a second and it's most amazing when you can uh, when your past is something beautiful instead of something sorrowful thank god for us who have a past of beauty that we can recall upon, something we can remember that will encourage us when life is tough, when life is hard, when we don't understand why things are happening or why we are experiencing the things that we are experiencing. Thank God that those of us who have had an experience with God is able to recall those experiences when things get tough for us. But I pray for those who do not have a great experience with God to recall on. And so they only have bad or negative or hurtful things to uh, uh, ponder and, and, and think about and, and uh, recite over and over like a video game or a movie that's continually, you know, repeating itself. 
I pray for those who don't have a vision of an experience with God, but only something negative to repeat in their life. I pray that our Heavenly Mother will find that person today that will receive this message as truth as it has come from thy holy word and from the spirit of wisdom who deliver us. She enters into the soul of the servant of the Lord and she withstood dreadful kings in wonders and signs. She rendered to the righteous a reward of their labors and guided them in a marvelous way and was unto them a cover by day and a light of stars in the night season. It says she brought them through the Red Sea. Who brought who through the Red Sea? Wait a minute. Hold up. Go back. Who brought who through the Red Sea? Wait a minute. Have this ever been discussed before? Who brought who through the Red Sea? It says she brought them through the Red Sea and led them through much waters. But she drowned. Wait a minute. Hold up. It says she drowned their enemies and cast them up out of the bottoms of the deep. This is our Heavenly Mother who is the Holy Spirit. She is wisdom and her name is Heavenly Mother. Let me give her some praise today out of the wisdom of Solomon. I keep saying the because it's just natural for me to say the. It's wisdom of Solomon, chapter 10. Let me give respect, correct respect to wisdom and wisdom of Solomon because the book is teaching us the power that she has in this life and in heaven and how power has been given unto her hallelujah glory to her holy and wonderful name. There was something, let me see. Something in um, one of the other books that I wanted to expound on. It's just so much in here. Okay, here we go. Thank you, Mother. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lamb. Thank you, guys, for taking the time to listen to these um, messages. So, here we go. Um, this is actually Chapter 6 in Wisdom of Solomon. It says, verse 22, as for wisdom, what she is and how she came up, I will tell you and will not hide mysteries from you, but will seek her out from the beginning of her nativity and bring the knowledge of her into light 
and will not pass over the truth. And it just goes on to tell, starting with 25, Receive therefore instructions through my words, and it shall do you good. Ah, uh, man, I tell you, it's so much. For she is treasure unto men, this is 714. For she is a treasure unto men that never faileth, which they that use become the friends of God, being commended for the gifts that come from learning. Wisdom, you got to get her, you got to have her, you got to relate to her, and you have to um, call on God in order to have her. So I got to go. I got some things to do today. I love you, and I pray that you all get this message about uh, our Heavenly Mother, a part of the family of heaven. Um, we have parents in heaven, and they love us, and uh, there's so much more for us to learn about the truth of the family in heaven and not that disgusting uh, lie that they have been professing and confessing. And they is is part of the truth, but it's not the whole truth. Do you understand what I mean? So what I mean by the lie is that it's like if I keep calling um, a female that I know by her anatomy versus her name, it becomes disrespectful after you know what their name is. Does that make sense? So if I know what your name is, and I come up to you instead of calling you by your name, you know, say your name is uh, Natalie, and I don't know a Natalie right off, but say her name is Natalie, and I know that's her name, and I come up and I call her woman, I call her girl, and I keep doing that over and over, then it becomes disrespectful, you know, even if I'm joking, you understand, which the Bible tells us not to do. My point is, it, we now know that wisdom is a female, is a woman and should be respected and called by her rightful name you can call her wisdom because she is wisdom you can call her understanding because she is understanding you can call her god because she is god you can call her lord because she is lord our god is the god of gods and the lord of lords and she's seated by the throne of god and only can be given by god whom god chooses to give her to she can enter into souls as god has given them her to them hallelujah it's time to love her like god loves her it says it right here in Wisdom of Solomon. Glory to God. It's time. All right, y'all have a good day. Peace and the love of God be with y'all. Bye-bye.